This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Are you ready to go or what? Yeah, who's wanking upstairs in your fucking house? No one's wanking. There's building work going on next door. Ah, oh, great. Can't wait for this edit. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, it won't take me long. I'm just yeah. going to put it in and get it done. But but you're going to get it done properly, though, yes? Uh, Yeah, it'll be all right. N- excuse me, you're going to get it done properly, yes? Yeah, it'll be all right. N- no, you're going to get it done properly. I'll get her done. Oh, stop! I need you to edit this properly. Do you? Yes, I do. Outrageous. I mean, you better edit it properly. I swear to God. Yeah, all right. Calm down, will you? Say you will. It distresses me that you have not said that you will yet. I will, I will, I will. Properly. Of course, that might be a lie. Stop! Ah! Hello and welcome back to another episode of Another Happy Pod, the show where we talk about pop culture, movies, TV shows, musicals, and sometimes whatever else we want to talk about. We don't always succeed, but we do have a good time doing it, or we try to at least. We don't always succeed on that because Lawrence is a dickhead. My name is Nathan, and as always, I'm joined by the aforementioned dickhead, and that would of course be Lawrence Thomas the Dickhead. Hi, C. Hello. Good afternoon on this podcast, which is coming out on time. <laughs> Hello, and good afternoon to this podcast that is coming out on time, Nathan. Uh, I was a bit upset that you called me a dickhead, but then I realised that I had it coming. Uh... <sighs> For fuck's sake. I just, why? why? No, why you? Why what, you? what do you mean, why me? I come up with some fucking corkers, right? Some absolute zingers off the top of my head. That wasn't a act- zinger. That was awful. That was, a fucking, that was a fucking zinger. It was a line from the musical that we're talking about. And I had the insult that you were giving me come in. I, I worked two things into one. It was fucking seamless. And I'm sick of this shit. I thought, you know what? I'm not going to do this podcast. I'm gonna, you can All do right. it. All right. See you then. No, I'm going to be here. I'm, you can do it. I'm going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> no, you. If you're not gonna do it, you can't be here. No, I'll, I'll listen to it. No, no, you're not allowed. You, if you're done, you're done. That's it. You're gone. Well, maybe, maybe I'll trick you and I'll do the whole podcast, but then I'll remove my audio, so it's just a podcast by yourself. Well, that's just more work for you. <laughs> that's true. That is very true. Ah, <laughs> oh, Nathan, this is a late one, isn't it? Uh, no, because it's currently twelve forty-three uh, p.m. So no, I'm talking. It's a late. It's a late one out. It's a late podcast. The podcast should have been posted about two, almost three hours ago. Um, but well, we're starting to record it, so clearly that's not happening. Um, because Lawrence is a dickhead, as I just mentioned. True, it's true. It's my fault, everyone. I'm very sorry. Yeah, but now it's here, and you didn't even know. Yeah. If you're listening, if you listen to, the, if you just happen to listen to this podcast on a Saturday and not when it comes out on a Friday, you would have been none the wiser anyway. So I wouldn't moan too much. But the true fans know. The true the fans. Tr- know. The true fans are waiting by their iPods, just just waiting for that update <laughs> with um, a big swivelly wheel. 
They're swiveling their wheel to refresh it, but but nothing's (laughs) happening. Where Uh, where's my favourite podcast spinny wheel? Tell me exactly, exactly. Lawrence, I don't care about you or your life. So what are we talking about this week? Well, thank you, Nathan. I don't care about yours as well. Uh, We're talking about uh, Chicago, Chicago. I like a deep dish pizza, Chicago. Yep, that's. (laughs) I just moved here from Chicago. That's the entirety of Chicago in a flawless accent executed by Nathan. Are you listen here, Shay? The year's 1920, oh and it's Chicago. The windy city, boys. Good. Very Look good. Look at me. I'm smoking a cigar, and I'm reading the news. This is how it happened in old Chicago town. Chicago <laughs> town. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the way it goes in old Chicago town, Shay. Oh, no. <laughs> Who's what's your name, sir? <laughs> what have you done with Nathan, Chicago man? They call me Chicago Jim, see, and I'm I'm a sli- I'm a smooth talking son of a fella from Chicago. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the movie musical Chicago. Um We've done a lot I, of musicals lately. We have actually, haven't we? Yeah, this was your idea though. We are the musical boys. <laughs> we should be another musical pod. <laughs> Absolutely um, not. Yeah, it's bad branding. Uh, it wouldn't work because we've also spoken about things that aren't musicals as well. Uh, Nathan, why did you want me to watch this? Um, because if I'm being brutally honest, we sat down for what was probably about half an hour last week trying to mm-hmm. think of what we can do this week for this episode, and we couldn't come up with anything. And I was just scrolling along through various streaming services trying to figure out what would be good, and I saw Chicago, and I was like... Oh, I kind of like that. I wonder if Lawrence has seen it. I asked him. I asked you. You hadn't. So here we are. What a what a here, wonderful story. Here we are indeed. I watched this this morning. Uh, had a nice nice lay in watching this in bed. Uh, and I've I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm. I don't know where I'm at with it. Lawrence hates. No. Fun. No, Lawrence no, 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 no. hates musicals. No, Lawrence hates anything that no. is not a a spooky movie directed by Edgar Wright. It's a very good movie, but 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 no, that's also not the case. So Chicago is a movie musical based on the musical Chicago, which I've never seen nor know much about. I've only ever seen the movie, but I like the movie. It's got some fun songs. It's got some great music. It's got some good dance sequences. The movie itself is a show. It's it's all the fun of a show, which I which I quite enjoy, and it yeah. is a bit of a fun story at the same time. Uh, yeah. There's like I say, there's great songs, fucking iconic songs, all that jazz, cell block tango, the old razzle dazzle, both reach for the gun, all the fucking all the hits. You, you'll be hard pressed to 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 listen to the Chicago soundtrack and find something that you haven't heard before because they are quite iconic. Chicago um, Jim with his iPod listening, going yeah. every single one of these is a banger. See, he knows them. He's like, "Hey, I, love, I like the song." She, where would you get that smooth talking Jim? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I just translated into a different <laughs> accent of that. Um, yeah, this is. I look, look, I, I'm, I'm weird. Why right. did you hate this? You stuttering I mess. I didn't hate this. I enjoyed the vast majority of it. I do think it has some flaws, which is, you know, no movie's perfect. Uh, and and go. for me, this was go. this was fine Ooh. until it wasn't fine. Look, all right. Okay. Look, what I liked about it 
I think it's I think it's a really interesting concept of the show is the film, and I like the balls to be like every now and again we're just going to cut to a musical number uh, and we're going to integrate it quite naturally and have it kind of be like she's envisioning her life as a show, so it will cut to how she'd see like a musical performance of her show, um, which was quite cool. Okay, but yes, and 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 also and saying that. It's, it's some really interesting set pieces, some really cool stuff, really interesting transitions into those numbers. Yeah. Uh, and it's really well directed. Um, yes. Agreed. Some, some of the, the plot choices, and I get they're working with a musical. So this is more, I guess, the source material than the actual film itself. Okay. It's, she's a cunt the entire way through. Yeah. That's the whole fucking no, point. And I, and everyone I in this, everyone in this is a bad person. They yeah. literally get away with murder. The only actual likable person is he gets fuck all. He he's like nah, see ya. His entire life is just fucking changed, and they just like fuck you. He yeah. he gets nothing. But that's the point. No, I get that. Um, I think it's just. I felt it was... It, mm. Look, I was really on board with it and I really liked the kind of the turning point and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the turning point in the end where it's like the movie was very, very close and actually almost succeeded in giving you the message of like, yeah, your life's still fucked. Like, yeah, you're still yesterday's news. And like the movie spent the entire thing running that through saying like because she's there's even a couple of times where she loses her relevancy and has to one-up herself to make herself more relevant like the whole like lying with the baby kind of thing um and then it gets to the end and and it's like yeah you're really down in your luck now we told you you're yesterday's news you're free but you'd almost rather still be you'd you'd almost rather still be walking around with your life quite literally maybe hanging in the balance as long as it meant that you were loved and appreciated and adored by your fans i guess and that was a really interesting message and then it was just like oh no but she now she's super famous and successful and it's fine now and it just un i think it undermined the entire thing at the end oh okay so we are just fully starting off at the end of the here yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's i like the movie up to then like i was having a good time and then the ending i just went ah oh, what like fuck i mean that's that is how you can choose to see it I hmm. guess. I personally don't think it's as black and white as that. I personally, throughout the entire movie, we're presented with these these little snippets of of the show, of of the hmm. show of of Roxy. Sometimes Velma, sometimes other people coming in. Sometimes it's Richard Gere doing a little tap dance while he's in court. You get a little bit of everything. Um, yeah. We're prevented. We're presented with these heightened reality scenarios they're not real they're not actually happening they're you know kind of dream sequences kind of not okay i don't necessarily see what's happening at the end of this movie as fact i i personally see it as another one of those dream sequences okay i i like to think and maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm not maybe it's open to interpretation maybe it is black and white but the way I see it, I like to think it did end a little bit 
Roxy down on her luck, okay? Because they have a conversation at the end of her movie, at the end of the movie, sorry, talking about, you know, they can do a show for $100 a week or whatever. And then she immediately goes, well, why don't we ask for 1000 And then suddenly they're on, like, fucking Broadway with big lights and everything like that. Is that really going to happen? Were they really going to jump to this huge star-studded fame immediately? I don't necessarily think so. That's why I think it is a little bit more of a heightened reality still. Did not like did it not kind of build up to it though? Like I'm pretty sure she was like there was like newspaper clippings and you, you know the classic 2002 newspaper on screen effects kind of thing. Um I, don't I thought there, so. I, Yeah, I thought I thought there was a few of them. I mean, I could be wrong. Um but yeah, I, no, I mean I I I hadn't considered it in that way. Uh and it makes sense, but I don't know, I just didn't that's not what I got when I first saw it. Like it, I it read to me very much like as if life has trodden you down. You've you've got you you know you've got what you wanted. You won the case. You've been proven innocent, but at the cost of kind of everything you were hoping would come out of it. So she won, but she lost. Uh, and it's funny that she'd rather almost have like lost <laughs> almost her life as if she could go out being adored. I still um, think that's kind of the point, though, because these people they're not good people. They're not no, learning yeah. a lesson. They're not going on a big journey and becoming a better person at the end of it. There's not really a, a character arc and a redeeming uh, a redeeming factor to these characters. They're dicks. They, they yeah. are bad. I mean, they they were very quick to kill someone. Okay, uh, sure, good reasons and all that sort of <laughs> all stuff. All of them are very quick. If I was a man in twenties in Chicago, I simply wouldn't leave my house in fear of being shot for for a, a, a grievance. Yeah, like the the men aren't fucking nice dudes. Like they're all cheating on their wives and shoving women about and stuff. But the, these women is like they're they you're 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 one strike away from them pulling out a fucking gap from the side drawer. And being like, right, well, Jesus Christ, oh, there you I'll are. You. You, get, you get one strike from Lawrence, and that's it. <laughs> no, that's not what you, he, he can hit you once, but then after that, you pull out the gap. Shut up! That's not what I'm fucking saying. Um, <laughs> I like the the opening scene of this is like the Moss Eisley Cantina, and I don't know why it made me think of it. I think it's the Moss Eisley Cantina is based on twenties music and jazz bar kind of things, but it yeah. gave me that vibe, and it was quite fun. But yeah. <laughs> All right, it's quite a weird way to look at it, but sure, that does make sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, so you hated this then? I didn't hate this. I quite liked most of this. Okay. Um, like, there's some some of my highlights. Um, I really liked the um, like this. Like I mentioned earlier, the, the kind of transition between um, real life to kind of heightened reality musical number type things. Um, there's the the tap dance court scene, which I think is great. The puppet scene, which is great. And the hanging scene, which is great. Like the great disappearing act hanging yeah. scene. Um, all of that stuff is fucking top tier stuff. Like I was like, this is, this is really well made. Like the editing is really flawless because of your cutting between like, you know, it, it's, it, it's difficult to know what the important moments are um, like in the court case to see as the court case. And what are yeah. the bits that you can make a bit more of a heightened event um and then even in the tap dance court case like the lines get blurred a little bit because he's he sees his whole lawyer job as a performance he even calls the jury audience at one point um which is uh, all of that stuff was really cool i just i i don't know i found it frustrating that the person we had to see this through like as you can do unlikable characters but i was just 
I don't know. I think it got to the point where I was a little bit like, there's, there's so, there's no one in this is likable. And even the people that I thought were likable, I mean, obviously John C. Riley, but he's not in it that much. Um, and even the people that I thought were likable at first, um, like, um, well, what's the Queen Latifah's character? What's her name? Mama. That's it. Um, yeah, like her character, I was like, I thought she was nice, and then she just turned out to be a wanker as well. And I was why like, why did oh. you think she was nice? Not not nice, but like she was at least like a kind of a, a figure to not not like a support network type thing, but more a. Um, she was there as someone to talk to. She was there for someone for the protagonist to open up with. And I was like, oh, that's the kind, you know, at least there's something more than just you're a flat out prick. I think you misread that because like from straight away, she says who she is. She's, you know, in this essentially for herself, just getting money out of these, out of these girls. Yeah, but she's not like she's not. She, she's not she could have been that. a lot. Na- no, she's not hiding that. But I like that because that's it's up front. But she could have been a lot nastier while doing it at at first. Like, I still think that she was like she still was someone that people in that prison probably liked to a degree. Do Do you not think she still is by the end? Uh, well, she does. She she kind of double crosses the um. Um, what's her name? I can't remember anyone's name in this. Uh, Roxy. She double crosses Roxy with the diary thing, and I know that was like planted, but she still opened her mouth about it. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just felt a little bit like everyone was in it for themselves, and I get that that's the message, but it got a little bit exhausting. For a movie that was only two hours long, I felt a little bit like, all right, is there some, is there some, (laughs) like, semblance of light or hope at the end of the tunnel? Um... Yeah. Like I say, I don't think there is. No, I think the only you know quote unquote nice character is really John C. Riley, um, and he gets and a fucking, dumb. He is dumb as rocks. He's very <laughs> dumb. They they play him like a fucking fiddle throughout this entire movie. They're just manipulating yeah. him at every turn of the corner, and he's just going along with it with a big smile on his face because he doesn't know any better. Like he, even at the end of all that, he's like still there wanting to be with her, but. He, he just does not have a clue, bless him. <laughs> and he he reminded me of um, you know you know when you're a kid and like your older siblings are like playing with their mates and yeah. they're like here you can join in if you like and they give you a job that like doesn't exist yeah um but you're just so happy to be there that you're just like okay I love doing this this is my favorite thing like yeah. he was like that and I, th- there were quite cool lines with him where it was like. I don't want you to laugh. Why would they laugh at me? Oh, because I, everyone else can count. <laughs> like, and then, like he would, he was working out how how many months it been since he slept with her and stuff. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I felt like it was a bit comically dumb at times. Like it was a lot of she's pregnant. Oh, really? Then it must be mine. And then it's like she's not pregnant. Oh well, that's a shame. Still love her though. And then she's like, I'm pregnant again. And he's like, Oh really? I love that babies. Like he just he's like a a Labrador. But it's just very yeah. chuffed and not much else. Yeah, um, I think he's supposed to be though. He is supposed to be that kind of, you know, sweet but dumb, but ju- just a, you know, like I say, quote unquote, nice guy. Not exciting, not fun. Just very bland. You know, he'll he'll look after your baby and all that, but he's he's not gonna he's not gonna uh, rock your bed springs for for one of a better phrase exactly. No. So and that's so. what starts this whole ordeal. He's not. Yeah. 
He's not giving her what she needs. No. Um, so she's she's sleeping with with a furniture salesman who has an immediate turn, by the way. Like he like yeah, they, they just <laughs> finished having sex and they've been doing this for about a month. But then at, just just as they finish this time for some reason, he just immediately switches like, no, nah, I'm done with this. Yeah. He's yeah, he got that, what's it called? The post nut clarity. Yeah. Uh, Fucking like, hell. Where he immediately, he immediately just goes, this is wrong. <laughs> I don't like, I suddenly have grown a conscience. Uh, and and to prove that. I'm oh, I don't, I don't think he grew a wall. conscience at all. He, no. did, he did not grow a conscience. He was just like, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm bored. So yeah. later. I've got then... more furniture to sell with my wife and kids that you don't know about. Exactly. Um, and then she killed him. She did indeed. She got very upset. Um, is the guy... The um so like the the detective who is also a lawyer. Listen here, she that guy. Is yeah. he the guy from Amazing Spider Man two? Uh who is he in Amazing Spider Man two? The, the like the guy that like kind of is the, the main Oscorp guy that Harry Osborne butts heads with. Oh um, I think he might be. Let me let me have a look. Uh known for Chicago. Uh, Thor. He's King Laufey in Thor. What? The Umbrella Academy. Who's he in the Umbrella Academy? Oh, he he's is, Hargreaves. He is Reginald Hargreaves. Fuck, that is him. Jesus. Uh, he's in For All... Oh, I know For All Mankind. Who's he in For All Mankind? Oh, yeah, he's Braun. Okay. This guy's had a this guy's had a lucrative career. He's everywhere, <laughs> and I'm I'm saying, is he that one guy in Amazing Spider-Man Two that's barely in the film? He is in uh... he is in Amazing Spider-Man Two as Donald Menken, whatever which, he is, yeah, which I assume is that character you're talking about. <laughs> or it could be a, no a completely different character <laughs> and he's just not that guy and that guy's someone else the point um, is he is in Amazing Spider-Man 2 there we go he was good I liked him um, I liked yes. that he was like he had some kind of cool moments where he was like yeah not so brave now are you sweetheart and then yeah. in court he just got his ass handed to him by a man doing tap dance around him um, take her away she take her downtown boys <laughs> Oh no! It's it's fucking. Was it? Were you Jimmy? Uh, Chicago Jim. Chicago Jim. <laughs> For fuck's sake! Um, I like that uh, Billy's lawyer tactic is just lie about everything. Like he's like, yeah, I'm the best <laughs> lawyer in town because I don't, <laughs> I don't, I'm not a lawyer. I'm just a really good liar. Um, I've, you, 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 Lawrence, you, you're such a sweet child. You, you, <laughs> you have a very naive view of what lawyers do. Oh, I know they all lie, but like he's flat out making shit up as he goes. That's all like, lawyers do. They're all fucking corrupt dickheads. All they do is lie. No, but not, like, not to this extent. Now, Lawrence, this is a musical, and famously, you hate musicals. I don't yeah, hate if, musicals. If you remember our episode on In the Heights, Lawrence was at one point upset that a character was singing and dancing in a room. So there we go. Um, so <laughs> okay, for fuck's sake. Direct quote. Um, so 
obviously there's a lot of singing, there's a lot of dancing in this. What did you think of the numbers? The Chicago shows, if you will. Chicago show. Uh yeah, no, I liked I liked the vast majority of them. Uh, I I knew that it wasn't going to be 100% my jam just because I've never been like a this Are you era. saying you don't like jazz? <laughs> For fuck's sake. Uh Yes, I am to an extent. Like, I've never been a big fan of the whole like nineteen twenties vibe. Right? It's just not like an era that I I like depicted in film because I just often think it's a bit boring. It's a bit been done before. Like I can't watch The Great Gatsby because I just want to fucking blow my brains out of boredom. Um, Great but... Gatsby is quite good. Also has a lot of music that's not necessarily nineteen twenties. A lot of Jay Z, a lot of hip hop, a lot of all that sort of stuff. Very odd choice. Baz Luhrmann choices. Weird choices. The Jay Z um, is also a producer in the movie. So, well, there you go then. Yeah. <laughs> he got. He got his. When I was watching movie. that movie, I was like, a lot of Jay Z songs in this. That seems like a weird choice. And then the credits came up, and it was like produced by Sean Carter. I was like, ah, okay. Well, ah, well, hello. Sense. <laughs> yeah, he got his bill. He's like, he's planning ahead for them royalties. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, but that being said, most of the tunes in this, I think, are really good. I think they're very catchy. Um, the performers do a great job, even like people that aren't traditionally singers, I'd imagine. Like, I don't, I don't think John C. Riley has much of a singing background, but he's still knocked it out of the park. Um, well, and it's, and they, well, no, it's good. No, but like for someone that's not a singer, it's good. I wouldn't um, use the phrase knocked it out of the park, but it was good. Yes. Oh, I'm being nice to John C. Riley. No one else is fucking nice to John C. Riley in this film. I'm so keeping I'm be... with the theme of the movie. I'm going to be mean to John C. Riley for no reason. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, but I liked. Uh, I liked the vast majority of these. I, in my traditional musical opinion, a musical lives and dies by whether the songs are necessary, needed, or further the plot. There are movies, and musicals... I disagree. No, because but but you do and you don't because we've had conversations that haven't been on microphone about um, the Greatest Showman and how most of the tunes in it, some good obviously, okay, and okay. some are just boring and and not. But really. yes, but that's not the reason I dislike the Greatest Showman. I dislike the Greatest Showman <laughs> for the multitude of other reasons, historical inaccuracies to the washing over slavery. Uh, to the whole subplots of yeah, you can't talk to that woman because she's black, but now I love her, uh, and I'm the one who suffered from this. Also, the character assassination they did on Jenny Lynn, free my girl. Um, <laughs> the, the, uh, we're not talking about the Greatest Showman, but um, that movie has a lot of other problems than just that some of these songs aren't needed. You can have a musical where songs aren't necessarily needed because it's a musical. The whole thing can be one fucking long song and I'll eat it up, okay? It doesn't need to have, in my opinion anyway, it doesn't necessarily need to have the moments of quote-unquote film where this is the film now and then later we'll be, oh, this is the little musical bit and now we're back to the film. It doesn't need to be like that. It can be musical all the way through. I'm fine but that's with not, it. That's, that's not what I want and I'm fine with a musical being a musical all the way through but... It's when you're telling a story and it and like so this this there is probably a song in this every like at least every fifteen minutes or so, probably if not more. Yeah. Um like though the intervals are not that long. And what I like about this is that the story isn't interrupted by songs where characters you know, I could just have a scene with you right now and I say, Nathan, I don't like you and I think you're annoying and ugly. And then I Ladies stop. and gentlemen, welcome to the Chicago showroom. Today we got Lawrence singing a song about why he hates Nathan. 
and this is where I'd stop and sing about something I've just told you that the audience already know. And that goes on for three minutes and then the plot resumes. This isn't like this. This isn't like that at all. This is a lot of the times where a, a, a scene will start, transition into a song, and by the end of the song, things have happened they and happen plot points have moved forward. Yeah, yes. and it's and that's that's what that's what I like in a musical. I hate it when it's like I'm upset now to sing about how upset I am for four minutes, and then we will so, resume, and nothing has changed. So when does that happen in this, or does that not happen? In no, this? it doesn't happen. I like this. This does okay. it well. Okay. But what songs don't you like? Um, well, there are not there are none that I don't like. I think there's just some that aren't as big a bangers. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's every album's going to have a few that are just there to fill the album. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the specific ones because I just to me they weren't that memorable, which is why I'm struggling. But my favourite ones, like I've already said, were the the court case one, uh, the puppet one, the hanging slash disappearing woman one, the um. Uh, the the is it the tango in the jail cell block um, tango that's the one and then the um is that is that the same one as the he had it coming one right cell block tango is he had it coming Argu- yeah. most, arguably the most iconic song from the yeah from the mu- musical which quite and i quite liked the ending one as well like the the one where they keep saying stuff's great or stuff's good or whatever now um that's it yeah um, yeah, so but the, those are my standouts. So I guess any of the others didn't grip me, but I don't know what they're called because I can't really remember them. Did you not like the old razzle dazzle? Not really. No, I could tell you it was didn't? one that I, I, I could tell it was one that would have been a crowd favorite, but I just, I think it went on for a very long time, and I already got the point. Like, okay. I already had understood that this lawyer was <laughs> fucking. Just, just there to be like, yeah, this is how you you win it. And the court, and and I, I suppose the reason I wasn't a big fan of it is because I think the tap sequence, uh, yes. the tap sequence, and that tap song that I do like does a ma- does a much better job of that scene. It, I mean, that's it, not really a song though. That's no, that's just that, Richard Gear tap dancing. It, yeah, it's him tap dancing, but he's, then it's also he speaks in the cadence of a of the rhythm of the song. Um, and there's like it, it's 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 more of like a rappy song than a than a traditional song in the in the musical, um, but I I preferred that one to the razzle dazzle one because I think it 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 showed him doing it it showed him being like and look they, like as the tap shoes were like tapping harder and building up it, it was like he was going in for the kill and he was gonna get the jury's vote or get the jury to go his way. Um, and he, and he does it, and there's a few moments where I was like on the edge of my seat, like, oh, which way is it going to go? And the Razzle Dazzle one, I think, was just four minutes of him being like, you got to put on a show, it's a thing, they're an audience, haha. And I was like, yeah, I get it, I already got that. Right. Okay. Well. <sighs> I liked it, I do like this, why do you always sounds, just... Sounds like you didn't like it. No, I, I like 90% of this, which sounds, is very sounds good. Like you didn't like it. Did you like, um, I can't remember the name of the song, I'm trying to find it now, but it's the one where, like, at the beginning of it, like, Roxy is doing quite a big monologue, like, she's on, she's, like, is the show, and she's, like, talking to the audience about a lot of stuff. Um, oh, the one where she was, like, John C. Riley can't fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one. I quite like that one, that was good. That, I, that... I I found it frustrating, because I, I, I was just really... 
Anytime this character spoke, I was a bit like, uh, but you know when you you know when you want to scream at a character because you're like, but what you're saying is hypocritical and you're wrong. Um, yes. That was, but I know that's how I was supposed to feel. Um, yes, that's, but yes, that's, that's right. The song's called Roxy, by the way. Um, yeah. We both reached for the gun. Is that the, the one puppets, where he's the puppets? Yes. Yeah. Then I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well then, there we go. Lauren says musicals. <laughs> no, it's not the case. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> i've also wrote down <laughs> notes for sex um say that go. you're a shooting star during sex because it's sure to get the ladies going uh one thing i just wanted to quickly mention this song cell block tango again uh very very iconic song i like i like <laughs> this is gonna sound weird at first of all but just go with me <laughs> i like that the the dancers the performers the 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 women are in lingerie <laughs> again go with me oh you <laughs> bloody no way, no i bet you but do you shut, dirty up, shut the fuck up but <laughs> it's not lecherous like it at no point because the girls are all like quite like scantily clad for the movie but yeah. none of it ever seems lecherous. It doesn't necessarily seem like get a bloody load of this, fellas. Look at look at these look at these legs. Uh, it yeah. never seems like that. It seems more for like more for the the girls themselves, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. I, I thought the same. Like a lot of it seems to be like it. Well, firstly, that comes from the the director and the cinematographer aren't perverts, so it's not framed to be for the male gaze. It's supposed to be like they're not David Ayer. <laughs> I I did everything but say it, um, <laughs> but yeah, no. It, but they're um, it is very much the entire movie says to you these women are way smarter than the average man on the street, um, yeah. and I'm not talking about like the John C. Riley characters. I'm talking they're even smarter than the fucking than the lawyer who's shown to be like, yeah, man, he's the top dog. Like if he's what the male spe- male species have to offer, he's got his wits about him, and he's streetwise, and he can he he knows how to manipulate people. But these yeah. girls are a step above, um, and I quite like that. That it almost puts them in a in a powerful position over them because at the end of the day, they're the ones getting paid, and the men are the ones paying them um, for these shows, and they're living their dreams, and they're going home and being furniture salesmen and cheating on their wives. So yeah, that's true. Um, so Cell Block Tango, like I said, uh, it's always a good song. It's always been one of my favorites. Um, for the longest time, because there's a, there's a part in the song where the, the lady who eventually ends up getting hung, um, or hanged, I believe is the actual expression. She sings her part in Hungarian. And for the longest time, I was just resigned to the fact that I will never fucking know what this lady is talking about because I don't speak Hungarian. <laughs> I'm never going to speak Hungarian, so I'm just like, this is just always going to be something I'll have to deal with. And then about five years ago, I, when I was watching this movie, I realized, oh wait, Google's a thing. It, there's probably a translation out there, so I can go get this up now, uh, and and I have it up now. So, uh, have you looked this up? happened i've never seen this okay so the the translation is what am i doing here they say my notorious lover held down my husband and i chopped his head off it's untrue i am innocent i know not why uncle sam says i did it i tried to explain at the police station but they didn't understand what i am saying and now she's dead oh well done america i mean like i got 
I got that. I got that she was like claiming she was innocent through the entire thing. Well, yeah, she says um, not guilty. I mean, that's pretty yeah. obvious. It's, uh, well, this is just one of the things that me as a film fan picked up on. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very clear. I can pick up on really subtle things like that. Yeah, notice that um, little certain fucking foreshadowing, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. I saw it and I went, ah, that could come into play in the plot. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon um, something tells me this is important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now, this doesn't seem like an on-the-day decision to me. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy Lou um, was in this for two minutes. She was, yeah. She loved kicking people's balls. Big she time. did. Good on you, Lucy Lou. It's always fun to see you. Always fun when you come in, kick some balls, and get out. That's what I say. There you um, go. Who else was? Who was the? Who was the main reporter woman? I recognised her, but I'm not sure where from. She. She's in a lot of stuff. You. I'll tell you exactly where you know her from, though. Uh, she is the Grinch's girlfriend in the Grinch. That's <laughs> not where I know her from. It is. Um, I don't think it is. She's in a lot of things. And I'm going to find out where. You know Chicago. her as the Grinch's girlfriend. I'm almost certain I don't because I haven't seen that movie in over 10 years. You have um, seen it. I think she's in Mamma Mia. Okay, well. I, I... Whoa. Yep, it's she's in Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2. Here we go again. This time, Don Cooper didn't get auto-tuned. Um, I'll tell you what musicals I don't like. I don't oh, like no. jukebox musicals. They can fuck off. Get out of here, Mamma Mia. Get out of here, Mamma Mia to the squeakquel. I don't want none of it. All right? I don't no, care. A musical is not a musical if you're just taking songs that already exist. Okay? You, but then you, you form so, the plot around them. No, and, and because it, it's always tell. no, because it's always half-assed, and it's basically an episode of Glee where the entire episode is written around the title of a song that they want to squeeze wrong. in. So I'm, I'm not wrong. Listen, you are wrong. Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia Two. Here we go again. A fantastic pieces of art, uh, and you love the Greatest Showman. First of all, incorrect. Second of all, I have seen Mamma Mia. I have not seen Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again, so I cannot comment. But Mamma Mia was bad enough just for P.S. Brosnan singing, okay? so you, you, I, Right, he was trying his best atop a mountain. His right? best is not good enough. Why <laughs> cast him in a musical if he cannot sing? The only exception to this rule is Happy Feet. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Which is a great movie. Okay. Anyway, Chicago is a good movie. I had a bloody good time with some great songs in there. Uh, kill your husband if you want to. You'll probably get away with it. Um, so so there you are. Watch Chicago and have a good time. Lawrence hates it, but we don't care about him. I do. And Nathan, these episodes go live at 10 a.m. on Friday. Sometimes they don't, <laughs> like this one. But the <laughs> yeah. next one will be at 10 a.m. on Friday. It's currently 1.32 p.m. on Friday. I don't know what you're talking, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you I'm can, time. If, you're, if you've got a poor memory. Hey, Siri, uh, what time is it? It's 13.32. See, she's on the ball. When you're not editing, you're a cunt. Do you know that? <laughs> you're a cunt. I'm supposed to be editing this week, but I, I'm <laughs> yeah, not but because you're a cunt. <laughs> Fuck you. Ah, oh, right. If you've if you've got a bad memory and you forget that our pods go live at Fridays at ten a.m., what you can do is follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Another Happy Pod. Uh, there you'll get a little post and a little reminder. Uh, you can also 
If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, you can also give us a little five-star review if you'd like. Uh, I would not blame you if this one didn't get a five-star review because it's been a mess of an episode. But It's been a great episode. It's been one of our best. So give it five stars. Let us know how much you loved it. And we'll be back next week with more Chicago Gym. You will. And also, I'm going to throw this in early because I'm not cutting around that shit. We are going to be doing this next week, aren't we, Nathan? We're Eternals. We came here 7,000 years ago to protect humans from the deviants. Next week, we are joined by Beth Michelle Taylor herself, um, who will be joining us to talk about Marvel's hit movie, maybe not, uh, The Eternals. Have not seen it yet, so I see it tomorrow. I see it tomorrow also. Well, I see it at 11 a.m. I think I see it at 1. Well then, so I see it first. So that means I'm better than you. Uh, Thanks for listening. I hope you have a fun weekend. And I hope your bussy is fresh. (laughs) From all of us here at Another Happy Pod, sweet dreams, and I'll see you soon. Why sweet dreams? It makes it so much creepier. Well enough for you. Yeah, same. End the recording. I'm ending it now. You're always trying to stifle my creativity. Hello everyone, if you're hearing this then it's just me. Nathan has gone and we stopped recording about an hour ago. But, you're going to get a sneaky exclusive, because I think Nathan was really mean to me in this episode. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to gift you with a nice clean fresh sound recording Uh, of some alone time that Nathan had in this episode. At one point, I asked Nathan to stop recording because a delivery was at my door, and I left left the recording, and Nathan just decided to have a little chat to himself. So, thank you for listening, and enjoy this, and we will see you next week. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. My HelloFresh is here, one sec. Oh, for fuck's sake. HelloFresh, it's me. Nathan, what sort of treats do we have today? Are we going to cook up a a key lime pasta? A nice, maybe, uh, toffee sundae surprise? Maybe a a sausage with glazed onions and parmesan chips? Whatever the fuck those are. Maybe a nice little sprinkling of garlic over whatever sort of dish you require. I'm going to stop now. That was just a little treat for you, Lawrence, in the editing suite. <laughs> Got it. You're a cunt. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, 
plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.